Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Alright, so how is everyone doing out there? Doing okay? I myself am doing okay as well. I do have a little bit of bad news. For this year, there will be no 31 Nights of Frights, which is not a decision that I took lightly and also one that I definitely didn't want to skip. It's one of the things I enjoy most recording every year. Normally in the months leading up to October, I'm usually recording, watching, doing a whole bunch of prep work for it. It's just not happening this year. I will say that the original plan for this year's 31 Nights of Frights was probably my most ambitious yet. And with any luck, I'll be able to incorporate that into next year's 31 Nights of Frights. I really don't want to reveal that plan as it would have been a very fun year. Let's hope that next year will be the blast that this year should have been. But enough with the bad news. Now on to something good. A film that was surprisingly good. So I think it's time that we announce the movie. Starring Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, Trevor Furman, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, and Rosario Dawson. In the 2022 Kevin Smith directed Clerks 3. Clerks 3 picks up with Dante and Randall, who are now in their 50s and are still running as well as working in the Quick Stop. Jay and Silent Bob are still here at the Quick Stop, however, they're running a marijuana store where the video store used to be. Some things are different, however, everything is largely the same. However, all of that changes when Randall has a heart attack. Randall manages to survive his heart attack and decides he wants to make a movie. And this film that Randall wants to shoot is in the quick stop, and the movie should feel pretty familiar to us, especially if we're fans and have seen the first film. But then again, if you haven't seen the first or second Clerks, what are you doing listening to me talk about the third film in a series? Go out there, watch those other two, and watch this third one. But anyway, let's get into talking about the film. First things first on this, there's probably going to be some mild spoilers, so if you want to go into the film spoiler-free, which I highly advise you do, then you may want to come back to this one. My initial thoughts when a Clerks 3 was announced, I didn't know how to take it. I didn't know if it was going to be a good film, I didn't know if it was exactly a good idea. I felt like Clerks 2 kind of ended everything on a nice, perfect note. It would have been okay to check in occasionally with Dante and Randall in one of Kevin Smith's other films. I also didn't know what to expect because Clerks 3 was supposed to be made all the way back in 2015, 2017, somewhere around there. And star Jeff Anderson, well, he dropped out of the project. But it might have been all for the good. The good of the film, the good of the series. Because I heard of Kevin Smith's original plot and planning for Clerks 3 and it really didn't seem like a Clerks film at all. It seemed like it would have been more in place and in line with one of his Clerks animated TV show episodes. And that's not even me bashing the animated show because it is still pretty funny to me. I just can't see that idea working for a movie. A lot of the plots in the animated show were kind of outlandish. And that's perfectly fine because it's a TV show. And then, of course, if we're talking about Clerks TV shows, there is that live-action pilot that has Jim Brewer as Randall. And honestly, it's not that good. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. 
and with a little bit of digging, you can discover it. But I think it should stay buried, much in the way that the original script for Clerks 3 should probably stay forgotten. Thankfully for us, the fans, Kevin Smith delivered a film that I didn't even know he was capable of delivering. This here is actually a is a more somber and dramatic version of Clerks and the characters of Dante and Randall. I guess it's not really much of a surprise with the way the characters were left off in Clerks 2. Yes, they were happy, however, Randall basically told his friend how much he really does love him and if he was gone, he would miss him. Clerks 3 kind of plays off that idea. I really did feel like Clerks 2 ended really well. It was one of those, if I didn't get another film with these characters, I would have been okay with that. It's very obvious in this film Kevin Smith is working through his own demons, especially since he had a heart attack, the same type that Randall has. It's a Widowmaker, which is the type of heart attack that if you do not get medical attention quickly, well, the odds are not very good in your favor. I think it's pretty obvious that the Clerks films are probably the most personal of Kevin Smith's projects, especially since he injects a lot of himself into the characters of Dante and Randall. This time, he actually put himself into the characters, more so than ever before. And I would have to say that's perfectly a-okay, because what we got here is a movie that doesn't try to do what Clerks 1 and 2 did, as far as the snarky, almost arrogant style of humor with our two characters. Instead, we're able to see them in a completely different light, that these two angry guys actually do have emotions and have heart. We got that little sliver of it in Clerks 2, and it's carried through here in a wonderful fashion. The heart attack setup allows us to really see how much Dante and Randall care for each other. Both are really willing to go and do anything for their friend, even make a movie with next to no money. We're shown a little bit of Dante's character when he asks his former fiance for a loan, and she says no, but he puts up his share of the quick stop just to help his friend that nearly died fulfill his newfound dream of making a movie. And that honestly is what made me leery about the sequel. I didn't know if the Randall making a movie was a good idea because it would allow us to get basically some of the same scenes shot over again. But this was different because it was Randall shooting the film this time and the first Clerks film is supposed to be their actual life, which is heavily implied at the end of the film. The friendship between Dante and Randall basically is the one thing that makes this movie a pretty powerful emotional film, which I really wasn't expecting at all. And I guess that's one of the big things is I wasn't expecting this movie to really strike me the way that it did. The last act of the film will definitely pull at the heartstrings a little bit, and I'd be lying if I didn't say that I was feeling my eyes well up a little bit with tears. Definitely not the thing that you're expecting from Clerks. Or Kevin Smith, for that matter. There's a lot of things in this movie that I feel is perfect, and I think the song choices are absolutely fantastic. At the start of the film, it really does set the stage and set the tone with My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, it definitely goes with the images that Kevin Smith is showing. We're treated to those familiar scenes, but then we also find out about Rosario Dawson's character of Becky from Clerks 2, who Dante was married to. 
and that she passed away in between films. Which how she passed away is something that I will not spoil here as it's a pretty dramatic part throughout the film. We also get no jokes throughout the intro to Dante and Randall again at the very start of the film when the MCR song is playing. I just can't help but think about how perfect that song fits at the beginning of the film, especially since Dante and Randall were supposed to be these characters that were almost heroes to anybody that deals with the general public and a customer service aspect. Of course, anyone in their right mind doesn't fire back the way that they did to their customers, but it's generally something that we're all thinking. So the line of just a man, not a hero is kind of a proper line for anybody in the customer service industry or anyone who saw clerks back in the day and idolized the characters of Dante and Randall. The other perfect song used at the end of the film was Pearl Jam's Just Breathe, which actually ends with one of the most perfect lines to any film. Even though we do get a nice little epilogue to let us know that everything is going to be a-okay with the quick stop, as well as all the characters involved. However, not everything is perfect. If there's one complaint that you could have with any Kevin Smith film, it's that he struggles a little bit with the second act, and that goes with any of his films. It's never really bothered me, but I see it as a valid criticism. However, I never wrote a script and I never shot a film, so... I can't really be too harsh there, but the middle act of the film does drag a little bit. My only other complaint with this film is that I'm not sure some of the wacky changes to Elias really are good for the film in general. There's a lot of moments where Elias is now devoting his life to Satan, and he's in a different getup every time. I get that it's supposed to be funny, but it's a little bit too cartoony. But then again, if you look at the character of Emma, played by Jennifer Schwalbach, who is Kevin Smith's wife, she's a little bit too over the top as well. I could have done without some of these cartoony moments, as they didn't really feel like they fit in a Clerks film. And again, this is something that would have felt more in line with the Clerks animated cartoon show. But if we're looking back on some of the other films that Kevin Smith has made, he's always had these wacky characters and these over-the-top situations. So maybe it's not too far out of line. If you look at the characters of Jay and Silent Bob, they are kind of cartoons with all the wacky situations that they get themselves into. However, I think Kevin Smith only really incorporated that in Mallrats. Sure, Jay and Silent Bob were goofy in the first Clerks film, but they never reached the level of absurdity as what they did in Mallrats. I know that the more over-the-top things are present in all Kevin Smith films. It just seems to reach another level, and with this being a Clerks film, I wasn't really expecting that to be included. There's been many talks over the years of whether Kevin Smith has lost his edge. And I guess you could say that, that yes, he has lost his edge, his vulgarity is no longer shocking, and it seems to be more tame than what it used to be. However, you can also look at it from a different perspective. Look at it that it's somebody that's trying to grow as a person, and they're not truly the same person as what they were when they made their first film. As we all grow up, we seem to get a little bit more mature with how we act. So there's the big question of how do you keep that same feel, but yet try to make it a little bit more adult and not in the juvenile way. 
I like to think that over the course of Kevin Smith's career, we see a definite growth in his humor as well as his dialogue. I think a lot of the stuff is still there, it just doesn't shock the way it used to. And if we're going to look at it one step further, if he was to make the same film over and over and over again, it would get a little tiresome. For me, the writing is still sharp, it's still witty, it's just different than what it used to be. And that's okay. Kevin Smith has grown up, and hopefully his audience has as well. One of the best things about Clerks 2 is that this was actually filmed at the original Quick Stop. If you remember with Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, if you've seen that movie, the Quick Stop as well as its accompanying business really didn't look like the same place. And that's because it wasn't. It was a rebuilt mock-up, and while it looks somewhat accurate, it definitely wasn't accurate. Just a couple months ago, I had the pleasure of going to the original Quick Stop, and it was honestly really great to see it here in the film because it's like, hey, I've been there. And seeing it in the film with the way it is today really looked like I was stepping back to a couple months ago when I was there for myself. If Clerks 3 is the last time that we get to see the quick stop here in film, I have no doubts that Kevin Smith will continue making his line of New Jersey films. But if it is truly the end of the Clerks series, then it's definitely important that it ends where it all originally started. And that brings me to this. It feels like a perfect natural end to the series itself. Would I like to see further adventures? Sure, but I'm not sure that I necessarily want it. It would be fine to catch up in other New Jersey films to have the quick stop again and Randall and such. It's just that with as perfect as what the movie ends, I don't think I'd really want something else to potentially ruin the perfect ending. However, I felt that way about Clerks 2, and it's definitely fun catching up with these characters 10, 15 years down the road just to see where they are in life. Overall, I was actually surprised to learn that Clerks 3 had a smaller budget than Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I think Clerks 3 actually looks better from a actual look of the film itself, as opposed to how Jay and Silent Bob reboot actually looked, because I thought that that looked a little bit on the cheap side. I really didn't get that vibe here with Clerks 3, and maybe that's because I was expecting low-budget antics. I don't know. I do think that some of the decisions that were made here in Clerks 3 will divide some fans. I think some are probably going to love the movie, like I did, or others are probably going to hate it, specifically of what's done to some of the characters. I think that it was near perfect with its execution, and it really felt like a fitting end overall to the saga of Dante and Randall. I even got a lot of returning cast that I didn't expect to be here. I'll leave a lot of those cameos and stuff to surprise because it's best to see it as a surprise as opposed to some guy with a podcast that could potentially ruin your enjoyment of this one. Or the surprises anyway. One thing that I did not talk about on this is the acting. The acting is actually very impressive from Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson. I didn't think that they could actually reach those levels of acting, especially in a Clerks film, but it was truly some impressive moments. Clerks 3 rested firmly on their shoulders, as a Clerks film should, and they were able to totally pull it off. Overall, I'm glad that my initial thoughts and worries about this one were not met. 
It was a pleasant surprise and hopefully we get further adventures in New Jersey, but not necessarily ones at the quick stop. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing and would like to reach out to me, go ahead and drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate if you leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice, as it'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.